Hello, my name is David Turner, and this is another Lunar Poetry Short. Today, I'm joined by James Ross Edwards. Hello, James. Hi. Doing? Yeah, good. How's it going? Good. Um, we'll start with a reading, and then we'll have some questions, as usual. Cheers. Tim drank six stubbies on the back lawn, unbuttoned his country road chambray, held it proudly above his right shoulder. He turned bare-chested to the rest of the lads and suggested that perhaps it was time this became a lids-off party. Everyone laughed at the concept and four or five of the men got involved immediately, unbuttoning and pulling off their shirts and t-shirts. A chant of lids off materialised among the shirtless, quickly gaining them more numbers. As the divide became more distinct, the chant changed to a more pointed, lose your lid, directed at those still wearing shirts. One by one, some willing, some reluctant, lids were removed until the backyard was little more than beer containers, discarded shirts and bare-chested male friends. The chant changed to twirl your lid and the men picked up their shirts, spun them overhead like colourful cotton helicopters. The chant changed to swap your lid and the men exchanged shirts and paraded their costumes, spun around the garden like young thespian gods. The chant changed back to lids off, briefly tapering to let the men have a sip of beer or a wee by the back fence. Someone then started the chant, repurpose your lid, and the men wore their shirts as pants and skirts and capes and bandanas. The chant changed to worship your lid and the men threw their shirts into a pile in the middle of the garden, leapt around them like a maypole. The chant changed to sacrifice your lid and the men piled the shirts into the gas barbecue, danced around it, eyes wild with drink, torsos lit by moonlight, as the smoke rose and the coloured cotton and polyester blends flared with heat, melted together as one. Cheers, James. Thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, all right. How's it going? Yeah, good. Um, uh, I'm not very good at pretending we haven't already. <laughs> yeah. We've obviously already said that. We've done plays and trees already. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to sound like we don't like each other. But it's good. So it's fine. <laughs> um, I was just wondering, how did you... Well, first of all, how did you get into writing? What interests you? Um, um, originally, it was probably... Like, I always... Like I did attention-seeking things as a as a child, like a, as a like at school or whatever. When I got the opportunity, um, mainly just trying to be funny. But I originally started writing stuff down properly um, when our blogging started in like the early two thousands. Um, I think yeah, I, I had a like like this basic shit like, like blog where I just wrote about what I did that day or whatever. And then over time that evolved into like more telling stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess maybe 2004? Yeah. Okay. Because obviously we met, uh, was it last summer? Last summer? No, I think, I think it might have been 2014. 14, yeah. yeah. Two, summer 2014. And we both started doing open mics around the same time, didn't we, in London? Going to Spoken Word London in Dalston. I was going to a few others, but I think that's probably where we would have met. Wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think. Um, I remember you wrote. Uh, you you uh, graffitied your torso in in Texter. Yeah, it's funny you should mention <laughs> attention seeking. By <laughs> 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 I am that man. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell that story another time. Actually, I'm, I'm holding the pen I used. It was far sharper than, uh, than I should have practiced with another pen. It's quite sharp right now. Uh, bare chest. No, I was going to ask, but obviously we met at essentially what are spoken word or poetry nights, but no, neither of us were really doing 
I think what a lot of people would have considered to be poetry. No. But do you, I'm not asking you to define what you're doing, but are you that worried about a definition between short stories or flash fiction or poetry? Well, I, yeah, this, it's funny the poetry thing, because I never even, I, I never considered anything poetry that I'd done. It just felt like something that other people did. But, um, but then I guess going to the spoken word London, and then the first time I went, I realised I was like, shit, everyone here is poets doing poetry. <laughs> and so then I felt pressure to... Um, so then I wrote... So then I think I wrote a few things that could maybe just class, like pass as poetry just so I could do things at that night. But then I realised that, oh, whatever, it's all the same. Poetry just line breaks, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's just about... Well, I mean... And this isn't supposed to be pretentious. I, I honestly think if you call it poetry, then that I could it is. And, I, and um, yeah, I, I still don't understand why people don't consider any form of prose writing to be poetry. I think it's quite a strange what thing. Is but the frame it's in, I guess. Yeah. Like if you, if you write a... I used to write a um, blog about pubs. Um, but and they're really just stories. And some of them probably even looking back at more poems anyway um and not necessarily even about the pubs they just all had the title of a pub above them but then so by definition by what they just were pub reviews whereas they weren't yeah. but that was just the frame they were in you could just call them something different and say they were poems as, yeah you know, call them whatever you want yeah i mean my my theory um i think i mentioned this to you before that your you hold your notebooks in portrait when you're reading short stories and they go you hold them in landscape when you're writing poems I, I, think, that's, I think that's the difference in your writing that checks out yeah yeah <laughs> that's um that's true actually there's there's some variation if I flick through them now I think it depends on um how long they are yeah but yeah but that's, that might be yeah so the shorter stuff maybe goes in as landscape yeah as more like making notes or something yeah down ideas and then the like <coughs> yeah it depends what's easier just to because usually it's quite pretentious really carrying the notebooks because usually they're just shopping lists and crap but um everything I've, I've, I've typed everything first but then it just feels a bit lame holding an a4 printout on the stage i guess like Maybe that's the definition of proper poets learn their, learn their stuff no, first. No, 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 that's, um, <laughs> actors learn lines. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with poetry. Some really good poets learn their stuff. I don't, I don't think it's got anything to do with any definitions. Um, it terrifies me to try and learn lines, so I don't bother. I mean, everything, if I read, anything that I've written properly, I read from the page. And every if I'm not holding something, I'm usually improvising. Yeah. Because I just, I, I can't learn lines I can't imagine it yeah well, I'm, it's always so impressive to go to um, all the nights around town and people have not only like written something amazing and performed something amazing but they've yeah committed it to memory yeah. also some people just have terrible memories and it's got no bearing on how well they write you know? yeah, so yeah I just can't remember so. but in terms of well, actually in terms of that did you find yourself un, under any pressure when you started reading for the first time? Because obviously, actually, Spoken Word London, for those who don't know, is quite... You get quite a bit of experimentation with performance there. Like, it's quite an experimental night. Yeah, it's. I, I was just, like, firstly going there because um, my accent should be pretty obvious. I'm not from the UK, but uh, 
was just amazed because it was just around the corner from where I live that the variation of like people mm. um, and styles and yeah just how and how talented and like supportive and great everyone was um i think i was originally because i was i think at the time i was just reading old stuff like probably stuff about pubs it would have it's always stuff about pubs anyways <laughs> but um i was like i worried that my initial was like oh no one's gonna understand what i'm talking about but then i'm it's like everyone's everyone's talking stuff in their own mm. peculiar world so yeah yeah I've got actually I've got a couple of questions about pubs but maybe we'll take another reading before we go on to that yes I've got some actual poems cool these are some haikus about uh, sub-district rugby union in Australia <laughs> um, Tim got dropped for Mark but then Mark's pelvis shattered and Tim was back in. We call Bruce Bruiser and we call Matt Smith Matt Smith. Cunts don't get nicknames. <laughs> when Garth's femur snapped and the ambulance was late, we lit his windfields. Then when Paul's heart broke, he didn't talk about it. He just got muscly. Midweek beer, no chance. He regrets marrying young, just like his father. Coach Nixon presides, wearing those denim trousers that aren't really jeans. Reds kicks like a star, but he has social problems and he can't tackle. Pussy inspector. That's what Matt says his job is. Matt is 43. <laughs> um, Max smiles to himself looks up from the barbecue and says something racist. Tim's first to training because the pool shop he works at is just up the road. Working crush Damon and then football crush Damon, then cake crush Damon. There's good attention and there's bad attention. Dave doesn't know this. When it gets muddy, the Katagunya oval smells like raw sewage. When training's over, the beige holding Apollo skids into the night. Cheers. <laughs> no one's made me laugh out loud before. I've always been able to control my laugh. On the podcast? Yeah, I knew I'm, you'd do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think one thing I will say about open mic nights and Spoken Word London isn't different to this effect. I think if you, because your delivery is obviously quite dry, people don't always know whether to laugh at you or not. <laughs> yeah. And, Quite a lot. It was me just cackling <laughs> back in the room, pissing myself. Obviously, they were about uh, what's that sort of amateur level rugby. Yeah, league. it's just the like the the suburb, really particular to the yeah, suburbs yeah, yeah. around where I grew up. Um, kind of the crowd of there's the people who move and go to the city and um, or, or move internationally or interstate or whatever, and then there's the people that stay. Yeah, and, yeah. And, play on and fight yeah. into their 30s and 20s and 30s and yeah. Yeah, it's about those guys yeah and those guys obviously pop up in the pub stuff as well that you're right and would it be lazy to say that you're critiquing that culture sort of I'm also one of those guys yeah. in a lot of ways um, yeah I think it's I don't know I, I don't haven't really never started doing it intentionally but just interested I like writing about just like 
guys and people I, the people I grew up around and with and um, or just about things inspired by the people I grew up around with and just uh, Australian I guess white male masculinity um, yeah. comes up a lot um, I guess it's all meant to be it's more self-deprecating than anything just like like we're all yeah, because it never, I, mean, I didn't mean it, it never sounds that attacking. Yeah, so yeah. It'd just, just be interesting to know whether, yeah, put it plainly, whether you're having a dig at them or not. Oh, de- <laughs> definitely, but like, more like a, we're all fucking idiots, yeah. <laughs> rather, than, rather than you two. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of, there's just a, there's a, there's a lot there, and it's, yeah. It's, um... It's quite an interesting mix to take uh, writing in a poetic form and talking about those subjects, and, and especially the bits of like nicknames and uh, <laughs> annoyingly have to say bants now, don't you? The, the kind of way that men talk to each other. Oh sports, yeah, sports playing men. I mean, I and that's the thing. I really like playing sports. It's just I wish I could do it without any idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, yeah, making trying to make, man, let's not call it art, but trying to make something out of that that feels so that stuff that feels so far away from creativity. But I see something I've always maintained that that kind of like working class macho bullshit um, culture, which is what I came from as well. So if I ever have a go, it's you know I'm having a go at myself as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it actually lends itself quite well to poetry because most of the way that those guys converse are in short little, you know, you're not spending too long thinking about the joke about your mate's big head, are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fits quite well into a haiku, doesn't it? Yeah, and there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of subtlety to the way um, people, guys, men, react, talk to each other and communicate and, like have affection for each other um yeah do you think you'd be able to write in this style and about these subjects if you were in australia yeah because that's in yeah i don't know i I think probably less so i like i i've definitely started writing more about about more specifically australian stuff since i since i've left so it's probably it's easier Mm. with the the separation I guess you can yeah I guess you can view it you can view it from a distance yeah rather than being frustrated I don't know whether this is true or not but maybe if you were doing this kind of material in Australia maybe it would seem attacking then. yeah maybe so, I don't know maybe um, this, I've never done any uh, I've only read out loud once in Australia um, where I'm from in Sydney which is uh, there's lots of brilliant stuff going on but I just I just was never involved I'm sure there's lots of great stuff going on I was just never involved in it when I was when I was back there but um I those haikus um the ones I just read about the football rugby um they they seem to go down pretty well I don't know I don't yeah I don't want to be I but yeah I, I, I wouldn't I'd hate to be misconstrued as some sort of uh uh snob yeah, for my with my own people, that would suck. Because it's dangerous taking those viewpoints and doing them as poems, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> and not wanting to sound like a snob. Yeah, you got to um, 
like I play it. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you don't want to. Do, yeah, <laughs> please love me. <laughs> um. So, do you are you continuing writing with blogs or? Um, I published some stuff on a friend's site called um, New Albion Sports. Um, I published some short stories there every now and then, but um, I'm trying to write something longer now. So okay. I spend most of my time doing that, which is hard because it's good to get a little bit of uh, positive validation every now and then. If you're posting or putting stuff up, you get some, <laughs> yeah, yeah. some people click like. Yeah, there's, then, um, then you feel I, nice for a few seconds. I think social media definitely uh, suits the poet. Yeah, more than a novelist than that. Yeah, De- definitely. Uh, actually, we take an, another reading, then we can talk about some longer form writing. Dale at work reckoned the Four Corners expose was a beat up. It's not that bad, man. He said. Can't you just prejudice against the delivery method? Dale reckoned him and his mates have been doing it for years, uh, and it was completely one hundred percent fine. Technically, it's not actually crystal meth anyway. It's basically just a speed that you can smoke. Dale stayed awake for three days and decided that his dad was out to get him. Dale's dad was a cab driver and Dale suspected that instead of driving around making a living, his father had enlisted every taxi's combined driver in Sydney to run surveillance, communicating Dale's every movement back to base via radio. Dale managed to outsmart them all by locking himself in the bin room out the back of the pub we both worked at. And when Dale finally emerged, I drove him back to West Pennant Hills where he smoked cigarettes in the car with the windows down because it was raining. Dale got fired from the pub and soon after that he met someone and got married and had a baby daughter. After that, Dale started spamming everyone on his Facebook to vote for it as the Hills District and Greater Northwest's most photogenic baby. After that, I clicked unfollow friend and now I don't hear much of Dale. Cheers. Um, actually, I want to talk about what you do for a living. Oh, yeah. That informs your writing as well. So yeah. maybe you could explain. Um, yeah, so I'm a copywriter. So I work in the creative department of um, big advertising or of advertising agencies. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that because I'm finished one job, about to start another. So yeah. not a specific one at the yes. moment. Yeah. Um, is the way you talk about your work is quite similar to the way you talk about <laughs> macho culture in Australia as well. And it must be, I think it's quite, I think that's why I find what you write so funny is because um, you're clearly having a go at yourself for being part of it all. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I, I don't know. I don't know whether it's like a, it's, I just don't take, my, I just don't take anything that seriously. Um, advertising, I think, Advertising has some great things about it, but it is a, like fucking it's it's advertising. <laughs> it's advertising. Um, there's we could all be doing some. some I, I don't think any, I don't think there'd be many people in advertising that would challenge you that we could all be doing something slightly better with our time. Mm. Uh, well, but yeah, <laughs> because I, I quite like your Twitter feed because you're quite <laughs> some funny things about. I don't have a very good view towards uh, advertising companies and you don't do anything to care. <laughs> <laughs> it's good because it makes me feel like I'm writing all of my opinions yeah. about people I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things like on 
from a distance, everyone seems like a bastard, and then you're yeah. getting close, and then you go, oh, yeah, these yeah. people are all great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but you, you know, you, anyone that has a foosball table, <laughs> an astroturf, and a hammock, and fuck, right? Nerf rifles. <laughs> 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 um, so, um, do you want to go into a bit about what you're trying to, the longer form writing you're trying to do, or um, too early to talk about? Yeah, no, I can talk a bit. I won't say no. too much, because then, then I'll, if I say too much, I'll never finish it, yeah, yeah. and then I'll have to listen to this later and cry. <laughs> uh, oh, it's it, It's... I'm just trying to write a, a whole novel about um, it's. I guess it's like similar to the. Well, it's not similar, but it, it, it'll probably feel uh, similar to the stuff that I've like read today. It's about. It's about like a bored middle class kid in the suburbs in Australia. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of my my crap in there, <laughs> but tried to be a bit more interesting than my life was at that stage. And how are you finding the process from moving? To writing slightly longer stuff uh it's really hard uh like i said before like you can't just finish something quickly and put it on the internet yeah and then have you know a few people read it and say that they like it and then that makes you feel good but um it's good it's uh it's been nice i had a bit of time off in between jobs so i've um like right i've been trying to write every day for quite a while but um having a bit more time to do it but yeah it's it's really hard i don't know how anyone does a novel I, I couldn't think of anything worse. It's impossible. Like, it's actually impossible. Like, yeah. yeah, it's... um, And in theory, like, it's exactly what I love doing and what I want to be doing, but then I kind of hate doing it as well. Why did you take the leap towards writing a novel and not a collection of short stories? Uh, I, I guess I originally was just trying to start writing, like, what I, in my head... Uh, imagined as the correct length short stories like uh, like what the kind of short stories you see in like you know McSweeney's or The New Yorker mm. or one review of books or something um, but that's really hard as well and then I, I, I've got uh, two friends uh, writer friends uh, uh, and we all share stuff with each other and two of us are attempting to write a novel so they kind of, I think it's they kind of inspired me as well I was well. going to say that, that I think if you're going to attempt a novel you need people to share it with don't you because you're not getting that any sort of reaction immediately or even in the medium term are you yeah and you need it's like a constant support network because you need to um, it helps to have like it, it helps to have someone that you can like whine like a entitled baby to who, <laughs> who who like there's a agreement where you can do it back and forth rather than yeah just at your loved ones or whatever i think we all need to whine like entitled <laughs> yeah. sort of what the podcast is, is like exactly a therapy session <laughs> for people getting their love from the publishing <laughs> yeah exactly that's good um Maybe we might wrap it up there. So in terms of people checking out your work, they can go to the... It's newalbion. Ah, yeah. It's, I'll put the link code. Yeah. There, but it's, it's new Al, if you Google New Albion... Ah, uh, yeah, newalbionsports.com slash features. And yeah. then mine are, There's a big... All of my pieces have a big embarrassing illustration of me looking like a gladiator. It's pretty hilarious. Um, and then there's some old stuff on um, the moderationhotel.com. Okay. Um, yeah. And then... It, 
probably spoken word London or yeah, you can, the various you're, events. You're there quite often, <laughs> spoken word London. And then if anyone's in town, you should go to spoken word London anyway because it's every second week. It's on Facebook and all those. Places. It's every week now, actually. Is it? Yeah. Hannah, is that why Hannah's going split. Oh, yeah, they split the weeks. So, um, Hannah Gordon is now it's, co-hosting. It's good, especially if you do a job that can kind of suck your soul out of it. If you go there on a Wednesday night and sit towards the front in a seat, yeah. um, and it's it'll feel, it'll feel, it's guaranteed to fill you with joy at least. Free entry, yeah. buy a drink, have some fun. You're not going to have any fun. It's poetry, but you know, <laughs> relax, chill out, uh, sit in the basement. Also, at least once go to the club when it's open, so you know what it's like when it's a nightclub. Oh, I see. I've never. I still never been. I've heard. I've heard good things. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, cheers, James. Thanks, uh, Dave. Uh, yeah. So get a hold of James Ross Edwards somewhere.